0: Guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. So, tonight is kind of a bridge in between a whole bunch of things Pastor Chris has been talking about and also a setup for where Pastor Chris is going to be going. So, I want to talk to you about one big fancy word, a word that everybody likes. Anybody have a guess what word that is? Jesus, Jesus. way to go. Awkward. Awkward? tumbler? What? what? Nobody uses... Chocolate. chocolate. No. Coffee? Anybody else? What, what, what's, what's... Boys? Boys? Yo! Alright, somebody... It's okay. Hey! Alright. What, what else have we got? Girls? What, 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 what? what... Okay, alright. So, the word that I want to talk about tonight is... Power. Power. Like, not an extension core power. I'm talking about stuff that motivates you and moves you, stuff that gets you excited, stuff that makes life happen. And yes, coffee might be one of those things. I want to talk to you about three different types of power. Okay? Make sense? The first that I want to talk to you about is the power of now. Hold on. I ain't going there. I ain't talking about, like, hey. I'm not talking about that kind of attraction. That's not where I'm going. So we're on the same page. Somebody, I like group participation. So somebody would kindly read what's under the power of attraction. Just go, just, just do it. Action quality. Action, quality, or feature that evokes interest, like, trust, or desire. All of you came here for the very first time, for some reason, something here attracted you. It might have been a friend, it might have been the promise of uh, it might have been a promise of cereal, it might be events, you might have come to the all-nighter, it might be fine arts, it might be the store, you might have had to come because your parents made you. But all of you came for the very first time for some reason. There was something about Apex that was attractive. Songs, it might have been the music, could have been a whole bunch of stuff. And you all came back. So there was something that was attractive about Apex. There was an action, a quality, or feature that caught your interest, that you liked about it, that built a sense of trust or desire. There was a reason why you're here. Attraction is crazy. Attraction is powerful. For those of you who might be old enough that that girls are no longer icky and boys are no longer disgusting, right? You might do some pretty dumb stuff when you find you're attracted to somebody. You might look, I can't believe I did that. What was I thinking? The power of attraction. You might be in the store or online shopping, and you find something, and you're attracted to it, and you buy it, and later you look back, and you're like, no. Just so you guys know, All this stuff that you think is super cool right now, and you just, you're like, brush your shoulders off, 15, 20 years, you're going to go back and be like, (laughs) Jesus, may my kids never, ever see this. Attraction is powerful. You might be attracted to a specific subject in school. You might be attracted to a specific sport in school. For those of you who that are in high school and, and, and graduation is coming, you might be thinking, hey, I want to go to this college, or I want to go to this tech school, or might be, I might want to do this internship or this blue-collar job, or I might want to go in the middle. There, attraction moves us. Attraction motivates us. The power of attraction is crazy. And Jesus... This guy in the Bible, he had the power of attraction. And I want to give you two verses that kind of demonstrate the power of his attraction. The first one is found in the book of Matthew, and it should be up there, Skadoosh. Group participation, if someone would be so kind, who has not read already. We're going to group participate. Would someone please read the words of Matthew chapter (laughs) 4? Right. Woo! I didn't go check my pants I wasn't ready Okay, Alright all right, here we go Do it again No he wasn't ready all right. Oh he can't <laughs> that was no uh, He said to them Follow me and I will make you fishes of men Or oh, fishers of men Immediately they left their nets and followed him Does anyone know who Jesus is talking to? Does anyone know Who is he talking to? He was talking to who? Who we will now know as the disciples. Did these guys have jobs and livelihoods before Jesus showed up? Yes. yes. What were they? Anybody know what they were? Give me, give me some. What were they? They were fishermen. What else? Doctors. Doctor. What else? Tax collector? tax collector. They all had jobs, and what's interesting about culture is jobs back then were more than just a nine-to-five. Jobs were essentially your livelihood. Your entire existence revolved around that job. Jesus shows up to these guys and says, follow me, I will make you fishers of men immediately for the fishermen part, but they all do it. They left because there was something that was so powerful and attractive about Jesus that guys were willing in a heartbeat to drop what they were doing. Life was sending them in this direction. They're like, nope, whoop, zing. But it gets crazier than just that. And I don't have time. There are so many examples in the Bible that talk about the power of attraction that Jesus had. We don't have time for them tonight. The second one is in a little bit down later in verse 23. Now, I realize it gets kind of wonky with the colors, but so Preston, don't read. Can somebody read that? Hey, oh, by the way, has anyone gotten a text back from Pastor Chris yet? No. <laughs> his phone probably is not working. That would be great if you're like, it. So what we did, Andrew, is we all sent a selfie to Pastor Chris. Sent Pictures. Yeah, we said a whole bunch. So hey, we might have blew up his phone. I don't know. So, so somebody read this. Yes, yeah, somebody who has a read. Group participation. This is going to get super awkward. stop for just a minute so jesus's fame begins to spread he's a small town boy just a small town boy living in a lonely world you know that's not really lyrics but yeah okay anyways welcome to my head it's always a party dude pastor chris don't let Doug ever talk again the dude's on drugs really no it's just oxygen jesus well i did have a little bit of coffee but anyways so I ooh, In a world where oxygen is laced with Jesus. Can I give that in a jewel? Is that a jewel flavor? <laughs> like, can, can you can you vape that? Is that working? Alright, here we go. Keep chucking. So Alyssa, you doing well? Keep going. So his all of him all the Paralytics. And great crowds followed him from Galilee, to Capolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Now, they didn't have cars then. We're talking about hundreds of miles. There was something that was so attractive about who Jesus was, what he was saying, what he was doing, everything going around about him. He was viral. He was it. He was the thing in that time and day. There's an attraction to him. There was a reason why people f- were following him. There's a reason why you guys are here tonight. For those of you who are thinking this Jesus character might have some impact in your life, there's a reason why you're kind of thinking about Jesus and his impact. Here. There's a power of attraction. Jesus, great crowds, and if you go, we don't have time to do it. This happens over and over and over again, and you guys know in your schools. You know, for those of you who have jobs, you guys know from social media and society, the power of attraction can literally shift cultures and shift where society goes. When I was a kid, ain't nobody ever heard of the Kardashians. I don't. Know, I don't care. When I was, you weren't even born when I was a kid. No no disrespect. Okay? I'm not saying the Kardashians are worth anything. But society has made them, attraction can shift and move. And that's what's happening. There's a reason why you're at apex. There's something here that's attractive to you. Second power. The power of Somebody read it for me. Go ahead. A plan. The definition of a plan is a proposal, an intention, or a decision. Everything Jesus did, there's a plan to it. It might seem kind of crazy. It might seem random. But there is a proposal, an intention, and decision to everything that's going on. Pastor Chris runs this youth ministry. The volunteers that are here, your small group leaders, all of this, it might seem random, but there is a plan to it. And what's cool about a plan is a plan can give you focus. A plan can give you direction. A plan can help you navigate the complexities of life. I don't have to tell any of you in this room. That life can be hard at times. Life can, and this is a swear word, I apologize. Life can suck at times. Life can be difficult. It can be a challenge. And having a plan can help you navigate some of those complexities. Jesus, in what he did, he had a plan himself. And in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, he gets into that plan. Somebody read it. Awkward pause. Go ahead. He called his 12 disciples. See, Jesus... His 12 disciples were attracted to him. But Jesus just wasn't like, hey, I just want a bunch of fanboys. Jesus wasn't just like, hey, everyone come and follow me because it's going to make me feel really warm and fuzzy. I'm going to have like 1,000 followers on Insta. I'm going to have like 2,000 people retweeting my tweets. You know, hey, I'm, I want everyone to come to me because I want to feel really warm and fuzzy about myself. Now, Jesus had an attraction because he had a plan that he wanted to radically transform lives, radically make lives amazing and fantastic. And so he took his disciples and he had been with them and he says, listen, guys, you're following me for a reason. There's something attractive, but I want to do something and I want to engage you in the power of a plan and here's my plan for your life. I'm going to give you authority I'm going to send you out. I want you to do what you've been watching me do. Because that's how the culture was back then. There wasn't schools as we know it. There wasn't Votech. There wasn't internships. Basically, if you wanted to learn a trade, you lived with that person. You breathed with that person. You watched and you did what they did. And Jesus is following that model of teaching his disciples to do what he did. And he's like, hey, my plan for you is I'm going to give you direction. Here it is. Go. And then in Matthew 28, he expands the plan that he has. It says this, and this is a really big one, so I need someone who's kind of comfortable reading Wait for it. Oh, that's not the big one. That's the small one. Oops. The next one's big. Somebody, go. Period. That, that punk show is, is very important. Anybody get a reply yet from Pastor Chris? Nuts. We broke his phone. (laughs) That's great. He's so mad at me. The Matthew 10 verse was for 12 people. This verse is for humanity. Plan on a small scale. Plan on a big scale. Anybody remember the Like a Boss series? No. (laughs) You remember Like the Boss? How about Alive in 5? Guys, remember Alive in 5? I want to make this next one really easy. Behind the lyrics... I mean, I mean I mean that was like just last week. I mean, come on. All of those things like Jesus had a plan, Pastor Chris has a plan. And next week you guys heard he's going to wrap up with what? Apex tonight. Apex tonight he's going to wrap it up and then he's going to talk about service. Because when you have a plan, it gives you focus and direction, and it gives you an ability to engage and move forward. Attraction is powerful. A plan is powerful. But those two things don't really make a whole lot of sense or benefit until you get to the third one. And the third power is the power of... Somebody read it. Okay, go ahead. She's like, I raised my hand. Yes. The process of doing to achieve a result. You can have attraction. You can be motivated. You can have a plan. But if you don't do anything with it, what is it? If I can really carefully be really careful, raising awareness about a social issue Does it do anything? Oh, well, people are aware now. Oh, man, dude, that, in the arms of the angels, dogs are dying in cages. That commercial—it's everyone knows it. it's Sarah McLaughlin. Man, you got that. Like, there's these commercials. So you are aware that there are children in crisis. You are aware that dogs need a home. You are aware that there's a hurricane that things are blowing around. You realize that you're aware that Nebraska is like under feet of water. You're aware that what just what iconic thing in France just almost burned to the pulp. Notre Dame Cathedral. You guys are aware, but does awareness ever really do anything? No, but if awareness turned into action, the process of doing to achieve a result, then things get really super-duper cool. Then things get really super-duper crazy. So Jesus had a power of attraction, Jesus had a power of plan, and Jesus had a power of action, and I want to get to that because it talks about it in Acts chapter 2. This is the big verse. Somebody read it. Go ahead. Pause. 3,000 people. What the heck happened? I missed something. What are we doing? I feel like I didn't get the text. I didn't get the text. Y'all got the text. I didn't get the text. <laughs> Well, the good news is he didn't blow his phone up, but the bad. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Chris. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but YOLO. All right. Thank you for it. Oh, I was going to yell at him, but okay, that's all right. He's, you stopped recording. Check this 3,000 people in one day decided the message was worth it. That's crazy. 3,000 people were attracted to what Jesus was doing. They believed in his plan, and because of action, 3,000 people were like, yeah, let's do this. 3,000 Instagram followers in one day. That's crazy. Keep reading. Dude, this gets me excited. I realize y'all are still like talking about Pastor Chris and his text. I get it. This gets me excited because I'm old enough and here's I'm 42. I'm 42 in like 11 days. For most of you, I could be your dad. I'm old. <laughs> I'm, all right. I've been around enough to see the awesomeness of God just blow my mind. And that's that awesomeness he has for you. And this gets me excited because 3,000 and then action became, they devoted themselves to teaching and fellowship. Fellowship is a fancy word for hanging out. Not being on Xbox Live. Not texting your friend when they're sitting right next to you. It's actually being there and having a conversation face to face. They were together. They they were breaking bread. What does that mean? Come on, this is easy. Do you guys know what this means? They were breaking bread. They were... Eating. Yes. They were eating together and they were praying together and all and every soul and many signs and wonders. Action is when life gets awesome. And so the three powers that I want to just leave with you guys tonight and we're going to get ready to break into our small groups because I want you guys to kind of work with us a little bit and then we're going to come back and we're going to have some pizza. <laughs> just because. Just YOLO. So the three powers I want to leave you with. And these are kind of the springboards for the small groups. Power of attraction. There's a reason why you guys are here. The power of a plan, everything you see, there's reason and purpose behind it. The power of action, we don't want you guys, Pastor Chris doesn't want you guys just to come here to feel good about yourself. He wants to encourage you. The fine arts people, do you know what they're doing? They are being right now engaged in the power of action. They are using gifts, talents, and abilities because they're, that's what they got. They're using them. That's what Pastor Chris wants to do. That's why the young adult leaders, the small group leaders, we're here. So we're going to pray. We're going to break off. We're going to discuss. We're going to come back. We're going to Pizza. And then for those of you going to convention, what time are you supposed to be here tomorrow? 1 o'clock, which means if you are here at 1 o'clock, you are late. Like 12.50 is a good time to get ready to go. All right, so let's give thanks. Let's pray. Let's break out for small groups. Heavenly Father, I thank you that there is something about you that is so amazing. And that amazingness translates into a plan for our lives. But that plan isn't just to make us feel good. That plan is to motivate us and move us. So God, as we break out into our small groups, Holy Spirit, may you just be among the whole conversations. May they be excited. May they be motivating because you have awesomeness for us. And may we know in the next uh, couple days, and especially for the convention crew, as we're there listening and in your presence, may Jesus, may we see your power at work in our lives. Because God, you're awesome. Jesus, I love you. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.